It's time for a snack. Is butter a carb? Are you hungry? Yes, I am. Are you hungry? Yes, I am. Snack time on the Blitz 1170 and streaming on the Blitz 1170 app. Let's go to eat a damn snack. All right, thank you, Rex Ryan, as we get set to move into the 5 o'clock hour here in moments with Dusty Dvorak. But first, a snack brought to you by Insert Your Business Here. Um, We're going to kick this old school for a moment. Do you guys remember Uncle Chin? Does that name ring a bell? Can't say that I do. Uncle Chin. We talked about an Uncle Chin here on the station. Colby? Off the top of my head, no. Nothing's ringing a bell. Do you remember the story from last year that came out? That was a photo that went viral of a 50-something Chinese man that was running a marathon while smoking a cigarette at the same time. Uh, I remember, remember the story, photo? but I didn't, I didn't yeah, know yeah, his yeah. name. That is Uncle Chin. Well, Uncle Chin is back. He is now 52. He was able to finish a marathon last year in three hours, 33 minutes, while chain-smoking while running the marathon. Uh, He earned some viral fame back in 2022 when he chain-smoked during another race and finished in three hours and 28 minutes, according to the Toronto Sun. Well, unfortunately, that has led officials in China to institute a new rule that banned participants from smoking to avoid having an effect on the race and the safety of other runners. Fun haters. Yeah. But you know what? Chin said, "Uh uh-uh. That's not for me. That didn't stop him from once again in the last week helping himself to a steady diet of darts and subsequently got disqualified from his marathon as a result. The video of him slowing down to light a heater as he's trying to run a marathon is maybe one of the funniest things I've seen in a while. It's spectacular. Oh, by the way, He's 52 and finishing a marathon in three hours and 30 minutes. Could any of us finish a marathon in three hours and 30 minutes right now? Absolutely not. Heck no. Could any of us finish a marathon? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, if there's no time limit. Have any I mean, of us ever thought about actually doing one? No. no. <laughs> I thought about it for about 30 seconds and then thought, nah, you know what? That's not going to be for me, dog. No. That's no, not going to no be chance. for me at all. No part of me wants anything to do with that. So you might take a few moments this evening to uh, just search Uncle Chin in uh, your social media so you can see some of the photos and video of him trying to light one up, to burn one as he's <laughs> running a marathon in which he's putting together a pretty incredible time. Uh, Dateline Taylor Swift. Uh, Taylor Swift has had a stalker. And uh, she's been dealing with this for a while. Well, the latest story surrounding Taylor Swift's stalker is this, according to the New York Post. Um, He was spotted dumpster diving outside of her New York City apartment literally just minutes after being released on bail. And uh, not to judge someone by a photo, but I looked at a photo of this guy and went, yep, that's a stalker. (laughs) He is (laughs) he's 33. His name is David Crow. 
He's from Seattle. He's been arrested twice in three days lurking outside of his apartment. And he was back in cuffs on Wednesday when he was there dumpster diving literally less than an hour after being released by a Manhattan judge. These superstars that have to deal with stalkers and people that are just absolutely insane you know that tell themselves and are convinced themselves are like oh you know no i'm in a relationship with them and i i can't even imagine what that is like that has to be terrifying to so many people uh that are famous that have to deal with this on a regular basis like going to sleep at night and not wondering if not if you're going to wake up and that person's going to be in your bedroom <laughs> like yeah Say what you want to about being famous. There's some really good things that go that are involved in that. And then there are other things that uh, do not sound so great at all. We, in following up on another story, I'm just going to read you the headline. Quote, the tipping backlash has begun. In this world of going completely over the top with people asking you for tips... Now, even on things such as self-checkout machines, as of November, the service sector workers in non-restaurant jobs made 7% less in tips than they did a year ago. So the data is according to analysis on 300,000 small and medium-sized businesses by payroll provider Gusto. The tipping slowdown is a gloomy development for all types of workers who rely on holiday tips as a chunk of their annual income and reflects the broad frustration with the proliferation of tip requests at dry cleaners, bridal uh, boutiques, and even self-checkout machines that have sprung up since the pandemic. Uh, Mary Medley, who's a Denver retiree who described herself to the Wall Street Journal in July as a unilaterally prolific tipper, is one of those has become more discerning in recent months. It feels not as good to tip now that it's popping up everywhere, says the 70-year-old. What started out to be a way to acknowledge excellent personal service feels like it's become a way to help supplement worker compensation. Yeah. Yeah, what did they think was going to happen? Of course there was going to be a backlash at some point in time. And then especially when we read stories that find out that the money doesn't even get funneled down to the ones that you're proclaiming that need it the most. So, of course, the backlash is going to happen. How many times have we talked about this? There's a new place that a new tip machine pops up. Like weekly? Everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. It's everywhere. They're everywhere now. I keep waiting for the one to pop no, up I at don't the gas pay pump. You more than I'm already paying you. Yeah, would you uh, got a little question for you here on the gas pump now? Add 10% to your gas order. Nah, I'm good. I'm good. All right. I mean, after I have to hit like 19 buttons and answer questions on whether I want to become a rewards member and yeah, whether I need much. a receipt and a car wash, it's it's absolutely too much. Can we have your uh, email address? No, no, you cannot. Uh, on this date, 1980, Paul McCartney released from a Japanese jail and kicked out of the country for trying to sneak that half pound of weed in that we told you about a few days ago. 1981, the Oakland Raiders beat the Eagles 27 to 10 in the Super Bowl. Super Bowl 15, first wild card team to win a Super Bowl. On this date, 1987, the Giants beat the Broncos 39 to 20 in Super Bowl 21. But that's not the storyline here. Oh, no. Here is the storyline of something that debuted in the middle of that Super Bowl. Scott, 
bring up my internet. A very famous individual with their first ever commercial. There he is. What a happening dude. They're a super party animal. Yeah. His name is Bugs McKenzie. A barbecue inside. A barbecue. And a cold Bud Light. A cold Bud Light. Puts him in a party frenzy. In a party frenzy. He's Bugs McKenzie. Bud Light's original party animal. Go, 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 But you really cook it now. I guess I had forgot that Spuds McKenzie was actually playing the drums at the end of that commercial. I forgot how bad that song was. It's very bad. Very bad. But Robin Leach with the announcement of Spuds McKenzie, you know, models everywhere and a dog playing drums at the end. But yes, on this date, 1987, the world was introduced to Spuds McKenzie. What a badass Spuds was, too. God, he was everywhere. T-shirts, hats. All the talk. That was it. Spuds McKenzie was everywhere. Uh, Let's see. What else on this date? On this date, 1989, Madonna filed for divorce from Sean Penn after three and a half years. I'm shocked that one didn't last very long. Uh, 1989, Michael Jordan scored his 10,000th career point. Went on to score almost 30. Well, he did score 32,292 career points. And on this date, 1990. The final episode of Miami Vice aired after five seasons, 112 episodes on Fox. On the state, 1998, Spice Girl Victoria Beckham and soccer player David Beckham got engaged. Posh and Bex. Nice. I finally watched that doc. Yeah, how was it? Good? It was good, yeah. People do not understand the amount of fame that existed between those two in Europe. It was otherworldly. Uh, 1998 on this date, Qualcomm Stadium, San Diego, California. John Elway and the Broncos win the Super Bowl uh, by beating the Green Bay Packers 31 to 24. Sorry. Uh, Terrell Davis, MVP, 157 yards, including the winner with 145 left. 2015, Mike Shashevsky earns 1,000th career win, making him the first NCAA men's coach to reach the milestone. When number five Duke beat St. John's 77 to 68 at Madison Square Garden. All right, let's get to birthdays today. We'll start first in the sports world where uh, we have Carl Eller, Hall of Fame's Vikings defensive end, born on the state 1942. Mark Duper, Super Duper, former Dolphins wide receiver, born on this date 1959. Hall of Famer Chris Chelios, the Blackhawks and Red Wings 1962. Mark Schlereth, you know he had a lot of surgeries. If you don't know, just ask him. Born on the state, 1966. <laughs> Kevin Williams, former Cowboys wide receiver, born on the state, 1971. Patrick Willis, the great Patrick Willis, number 52, born on the state, 1985. Danny Woodhead, also 1985, as is A.C. Law, former Texas A&M Aggie and Hawks guard, 1985. Lance Dunbar. 1990, former Cowboys running back. And Michael Jordan celebrates a birthday. No, not that Michael Jordan, but the Bengals guard Michael Jordan, born in the state in 1998. Non-sports birthdays. Happy birthday to Alicia Keys, who turns 43. Manny Puig. Does that name ring a bell, Colby? Is that Yasiel Puig? That's not Yasiel Puig. That's Manny Puig from Wild Boys and Jackass. 
Remember the wild animal expert that they had on Jackass that had like the long, crazy hair oh, and that they had their own yeah, show yeah, with yeah. Pontius? Yeah, okay. He turned 69 today. <laughs> I wouldn't have been able to tell you his name if you gave me a million. Manny. Questions. That's hilarious. And Roy Wayne Ferris turned 71. You might also know him as the honky tonk man. Turning 71 today. <laughs> Happy birthday. The greatest heel in wrestling One of history. the greatest heels ever in wrestling. And I have a piece of his guitar somewhere stuffed away in a box. Steve Prefontaine was born on this date, 1951, died in 75. And born on this date is Buddy Baker as well in 1941, passing away in 2015. And that will do it today for your snack on January 25th. We'll take a time out, come back. Dusty Dvorak will join us next year on the Blitz 1170.